Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing land sale scams. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals, couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income-producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. We don't usually talk about scams on the show, but there was a scam targeting vacant lot properties and real estate investors may be at risk if they own the property or if they purchase these type of properties. If you've heard this show before, you know that my main business is purchasing large apartment complexes with passive investors. In addition, we also do real estate mentoring, but for years, we've had a home buying, land buying website that a real estate agent partner of ours handles. We receive an email when a new lead comes in, but he handles all the leads, the appointments, the follow-up, and everything else. However, over the past several months, he has had a dramatic uptick in fraudulent inquiries where people are trying to sell vacant lots they do not own. And when our partner brought this to my attention, I didn't think much of it. I then read an article from the CT Insider, a Connecticut newspaper that I've linked in the show notes, and a Connecticut man whose family purchased a lot 70 years ago returned to the neighborhood to find the lot cleared and a million and a half dollar house was under construction on the property. Now, the man filed a lawsuit and developers made a written statement saying, we learned to our shock and dismay that the rightful owner had in fact sold the property to us, rather a third party had impersonated him, and through the carelessness and neglect of the various real estate professionals involved in the transaction, managed to list, market, and sell the property without anyone catching on. After reading this article, I was intrigued to see how these scams actually operate. So for a couple of weeks, I told my partner to let me call back any land leads that uh, came in, and I learned a lot about what they would say, what they requested, and the story that they would always have. Now, since the properties they were trying to sell had all the owner's information, it was public and listed on the county's website, you could not trick them into asking for their name or address or when they bought it, hoping for them to slip up. Instead, I would ask them uh, exactly what they wanted for the property, which was usually about 10% lower than the value mentioned on Zillow. And then I would ask how they would want to sign the documents if if we had actually agreed on a price. Now, they usually want the closing documents emailed to them, and they'd always use a free email account. And then they said they would notarize them, send them in. So it sounded like they had a fraudulent notary that would notarize the closing documents. Now, the next was the actual property owner was always out of state. They never tried to sell properties with an in-state property owner, similar to the Connecticut story where the actual owner lived in New York State. And they were never at the property owner's address. So when I told them we need to send the next day, you know, the closing documents to their address, there's always an issue or story. For example, someone trying to sell me a vacant lot in Florida with a New Jersey property owner's address was actually, they said, in Indiana for their daughter's wedding. Now, during this daughter's wedding, he went to sell some random vacant lot in another state. So the scam focuses on vacant lots that are owned free and clear, and having a mortgage would require someone to pay off that mortgage, which would reduce the scammer's profit, and also it would include additional parties in the transaction, and it would really um, elongate the scam where you can sell something without a mortgage broker or without a mortgage pretty quickly. So how to avoid being scammed? Research the other party you are dealing with. If you're dealing directly with the property owner, check them out. 
If you're dealing with an agent, ask the listing agent about them, how they know them, um, how they got, how they were found them, etc. Speak to the supposed owner for a while and ask them about the area where they live. Be wary if you get passed off to another person. Uh, scammers operate through like a lead funnel and you start with someone very low level. And as you check more of the boxes of you wanting to sell, you're more likely going to speak to someone who's higher up in the organization, really the closer, you know, better English, everything like that. Because usually it's foreign foreign people that are running the scams. A difficulty unlike buying a house where you would schedule a walkthrough and that stops fraudulent sellers dead in the tracks since they do not have to access the house. You know, a lot can be reviewed easily without the owner being there. So it may not be reasonable to request an out-of-state owner meet you at the property uh, to show you a lot. But if you were showing a house, it would be very weird if you weren't able to walk the property. Send a letter to the property's legal owner's mailing address. And I would send a letter next day to them, tell them the situation, ask them to give you a call. I guarantee you someone's going to give you a call and ask you what's going on if, in fact, it is not the real owner you're talking to. Um, request identification from the seller. If they are signing anything, you know, a passport is the best. And verify the notary they're going to use and speak to them or better yet, find a notary and tell them, you have a notary in the area um, that will be sent to their home to sign the documents. And that usually stops them as well. Now, I hope my learning experience helps you avoid being a fraud victim. I definitely will be a much more diligent investor uh, since going through this process. And we have since added a IP VPN tracking feature to our submission pages on our website. And the issues have really um, been much easier to detect. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. If you're interested in actively investing in real estate, please check out our courses and mentoring programs at syndicationsuperstars.com. That is syndicationsuperstars.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.